Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. The story that everybody's talking about this morning, it broke late last night, probably after many of you went to bed. Uh, Ontario Progressive Conservative leader Patrick Brown has stepped down as leader of the party uh, in the midst of allegations about sexual misconduct. Uh, there was a statement from Brown initially last evening, and uh, he, as expected, went on the defensive. A couple hours ago, I learned about troubling allegations about my conduct and character, and I'm here tonight to address them. First, I want to say these allegations are false, categorically untrue, every one of them. I will defend myself as hard as I can with all means at my disposal. Uh, A very rattled uh, Patrick Brown uh, addressing the media. Uh, We are told that after that uh, he uh, did some phoning around to members of his caucus uh, because a number of his staff resigned. Uh, And uh, he, I guess as a result of those phone calls, decided about 1.30 this morning to actually resign as party leader. He says he is staying on as the MPP for Barry, but, uh, well, we'll see what happens with that. All kinds of reaction on this and uh, what's happened, what the uh, implications will be. And uh, let's not forget there's an election coming up in June 7th. Uh, that's a pretty short period of time when you all of a sudden have to select a new leader. To start off our coverage today, we're uh, pleased to welcome Richard Brennan back to the program, retired journalist with the Toronto Star, covered Queen's Park and Parliament Hill for many, many years. Richard, thanks so much for the time. It's great to have you with us this morning. Good morning, Bill. It's uh, quite the night. You've uh, you've seen the ebbs and flows of the, of the political uh, structures as you've covered this for years and years and years. This one kind of came out of left field, didn't it? Or, well, or did it? it I, I can't go off at the deep end here too much, but, uh, you know, people always uh, said there was something off-putting about Brown and they couldn't put their finger on it. Now, I'm not saying what that was, and, but I'll tell you, as soon as I heard that his uh, senior advisors, including his chief of staff, had resigned, well, the party was over. I mean, he even resigned a little quicker than I thought, but, you know, good for him. You know, it stopped the bleeding. But when you hear that his chief of staff and senior advisors immediately resigned, well, you know this is a bad thing going on here. Well, they were obviously responding to the stories as, as this news broke late yesterday. And and as you say, it was almost a, a mass resignation, a number of key people. And I were told, Richard, they encouraged him to resign at that time, and he said no. Well, I know, well you, you know, but, uh, you know, ego gets in the way. I'm not surprised at that. Nobody nobody wants to look at themselves in the mirror and say, look, at, am I really going to step down after all the work I did to get here? And then finally reality sets in and says, you know what, uh, time's up, and uh, here you go. But now I'm one of the ones, and I may be a minority here, but I don't think this is a bad thing. I know it's only a few months to the election, but the point is that this really, and this is an expression that uh, some people might not want me to use, but anyway, you know, it's, they're flushing the toilet. It wouldn't be the, the first time you've ruffled feathers, Richard. <laughs> Come on. They're flushing the toilet here. There's a lot of conservatives that did not like Patrick Brown. And a lot of people still didn't know who Patrick Brown was. And for better or worse, didn't maybe like the looks of him. Anyway, it doesn't, it, that really doesn't matter. But the point is, he wasn't gaining traction. At this point, he should have been miles ahead of the liberals. 
in the polls, and there were still polls out there that had them, you know, had some him ahead, but there was also other polls that had them virtually neck and neck. Mm-hmm. Well, at this point, this close to an election, neck and neck, come on. I, I've heard the same rumblings, and it's interesting that you brought that up because I've seen some of the reaction on social media uh, from folks that I know are small-c conservative. I don't know if they're party members or not, but certainly leaning towards the right of the political spectrum. Uh, and aside from the shock of the story itself and, and the, the allegations about the, the, the alleged behavior of Patrick Brown, they're looking at this and saying, you know what, I'm kind of glad he's gone. Oh, I know. And, and, no, and really, uh, <laughs> I don't know. How this all came about, a lot of a lot of the supporters, Patrick Brown supporters, would say this was all cooked up by the liberals. Well, I don't know. I buy into that, quite frankly. But uh, anyway, now this really paves the way for for fresh blood to come in. If someone, and I'm just throwing these names out. I'm not saying that they're well. You know, join the club. I mean, yeah. look at some of the names that have been brought up well, already Kathy today. Well, Rooney jumps to mind right away. And, uh, you know, or, or Christine Elliott coming back in the fray. I don't know, so I don't even really know if Christine wants to get back into the fray. You know, she's got a pretty good job now as a minister of the health and budsman. And, and I, but again, I, I'm one of the ones I think it really should be a woman. I really do. Um, we, you know, there, there's a lot of, you know, talented people in the, in the, in the Tory party, but they've been around a long time. They need, they need a fresh face here, and they need to get in there with somebody that's got good ideas and and modern ideas, and and know where to take the party in this day and age. Well, there's the rub for for most of the people that I've talked to that had some concerns about Patrick Brown, and this this predates these allegations. Uh, they're just talking about his performance as the leader of the party, and and they all mentioned to a person, Richard, what you've just talked about is that they this race should have been over a long time ago, and it's not. And and they they point the finger at him and just say there's something about him, and and it's not just the the politicos that are, I think had that feeling. Poll after poll kept saying, look, they just don't. There's something about this guy that just didn't resonate with the public. Uh, and and I don't know exactly what that is from a personality standpoint, from a policy standpoint. But what a lot of conservatives were telling me is, look, I don't know who this guy is. You know, is is he a conservative? Uh, you know, he was he was against the the, the civil marriage law when he was a, a peace uh, a member of parliament. Now apparently he's embracing LGBTQ rights. Uh, has he changed or is this? Well, is, and he also know? he wanted to bring you know get uh, bring abortion law up yeah. debate again, and you know, but you know, he cut, I think what troubled people is that this guy came from out of nowhere. He's a hard worker. He's a go-getter. The guy, I don't think, sleeps. But in Ottawa, he was nobody. And when I mean nobody, you know, if you, if there could have been seats in the parking lot, he would have been there. He just he didn't resonate with anybody or anything. He was just, a, you know, a guy that just showed up to work every day. And God bless him, he did come out and, and he beat Christa, Christine Elliott fairly handily. But again, what's happened since then? What's he done to make an impression on, on the public? There's certainly nothing I can see. Which, which I think was the, the major concern that the conservatives had. And, and as you say, there are polls that indicate that this is a neck-and-neck race. Some have them slightly ahead as this goes on. But, but I'm interested in how the, the, the PCs are going to handle this. 
Uh, I, I'm told our, our friend Anthony Fury from London, our, our course station down there, uh, just tweeted a couple of minutes ago that he says apparently they're going to select an, I, I don't know if it's going to be an interim leader or the person who's going to take them through. Uh, they say there'll be an announcement tomorrow morning, that's, which is pretty quick, wouldn't you think? Oh, no, no, uh, not at all. Uh, no, they, uh, they've got to pick somebody right away. And uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Vic Fidelli from North Bay uh, as an as an interim leader. Yeah, he's the, he's the he's been the finance guy for the longest time oh, for yeah. that party, and, right? You know, and a bright guy and a former mayor, and he'd be a perfect guy to do the interim job, no question about it. But they have they're smart to do this right away. How they stick handle this is going to determine whether they form the next government or not. In a in a roundabout way, and I, I'm I'm not dismissing the allegations because they're serious, and that's the story here about two women that that have come forward, and that that has to be addressed. But from the political standpoint, uh, the fallout from this, in a rather bizarre sense, this could actually give them that 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 bump in the polls that they've been looking for, that they thought they were going to get when they selected him. Well, you know what? Don't don't discount the sympathy factor here. There will be people who say, well. You know, they made a mistake, you know, picking this guy in the first place. You know, that they deserve a chance. You know, we don't like uh, we don't like the liberals or an NDP or whatever it might be. But they they I mean, this is I really think this is an opportunity. I, I really do. But uh, how they do it is, uh, is is the big question. What about some outsiders? I mean, you mentioned uh, oh. Mulroney's name comes up. Uh, I mean, Lisa McLeod, who's been part of the caucus for the longest time, very vocal critic of the government. I like Lisa. Um, I'm hearing uh, I'm, I'm hearing Lisa Raitt's name mentioned an awful lot. Uh, you know, who ran for the the national leadership of the of the federal party? Yeah. I, uh, I don't know, but I, I, well, somebody <laughs> suggested Kelly Leach. I don't think they're going that way. Oh, do Jesus! <laughs> I would I would not recommend that. Thank you very much. Uh, no, I think she's going back to be a pediatrician anyway, but. Uh, uh, no, I don't. Uh, I don't think that would be a good idea. And you know, and, and Lisa Raitt's a really nice person. Uh, but you know, just because you just because you did Ottawa doesn't mean you can do Queens Park. It is a whole different kettle of fish, believe me. And many politicians that have made you know the cross between the two will tell you just that. Uh, the reporters are, are far more aggressive, and and it's. Uh, and it's a smaller place, but it's a very aggressive house. It, it's there's it's not an easy ride in Queens Park by any stretch of the imagination. Well, and let's face it. I mean, June seventh is coming upon us rather quickly, and uh, whoever is going to take the reins of this party at this stage has got to hit the ground running. It better be somebody who's already been in the ball game. You would think, uh, because of the issues that are at play right now, you you haven't got much time here for the, uh, the the public to embrace and learn about somebody new. They better already have some idea as to who it is and, and what they stand for. Well, that's just it. I mean, you, you, Catherine Mulroney's got the you know is, is got the chops for the job job, uh, but after she has some experience. And you you don't get the you don't get that kind of experience within the next few months. So, I mean that's that's tough for somebody like that. I, I really believe that if Christine uh, decided to you know come back into the fray, that she, she would you know I, she would probably you know have a very good chance at it. But again, it's the times tight, really tight. But again, it's not impossible. What about Brown himself? He says he's staying on as uh, as the MPP for Barry. In the House, that's my opinion. 
that this is it. That's it for him. Yeah, you, he he'll just take some time and and you know and and maybe you know if he does, it'll be much closer to the election. He, he's going to be gone for some time. He's got to collect himself, find out where he's where his you know his his uh, career is going. He's going to going to have to deal with these allegations. And these allegations, remember, as we've seen with the, the Me Too, this this could just have opened the floodgates. So much speculation at this stage, Richard. We'll uh, see what the, the official word is going to be. Thanks so much for opening up the conversation today. Really appreciate it. All right, Bill. Take it easy. Richard Brennan, of course, uh, former uh, Toronto Star journalist who covered Queen's Park for many, many years. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.